Welcome back into BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick with you tonight. Nick with the week off. He'll be back next week. That right there was Wyndham Clark, 29 years old, winning his first major. He wins the U.S. Open. Oh. And uh, I was rooting against him, and I was rooting for Rory uh, for financial reasons, of course, and also because Only. Wyndham Clark is a cheater. Yes, he is a cheater. There's some controversy there. He was uh, lining up a wedge shot out of the rough. The ball appeared to move slightly. The movement appeared... Like, I'm, I'm calling him out. Are I, you I really? Think, no. I'm I'd not. like to see what I'm Pam not. has to say about I'm that. Not. I want to be one of those guys, though, you know, like when uh, LeBron gets hurt in the first quarter, they bitch about their player prop not hitting and they get their money back. Mm. I think we got some controversy there, and I think maybe I should at least get my $100 back on Rory. What do you think about that? No? No. We'll, we'll ask Pam. Mm-mm. Pam Maldonado, lucky enough, uh, <laughs> nice enough, I should say, to join us, betting analysts over at Yahoo Sportsbook. Pam, how have you been? I'm good. We have a storm going on right now, so in case you hear some lightning, my apologies. I can't control Mother Nature. <laughs> no, yeah, we won't We won't blame you for that. There's nothing you could do about it. So uh, let's talk about the Travelers because the Travelers Championship, one of just, I believe, now two designated events remaining on the PGA Tour before we get to the FedEx Cup playoffs. So we got a pretty good field this week. And Scotty, uh, Scotty Scheffler, rightfully so, the favorite, plus 600. John Rahm's 10 to 1. Rory's 10 to 1 after that heartbreaking loss last weekend, although I think he's due. Where are you looking to go uh, as far as outrights this weekend? I mean, I have to go back to the whale. I am not going to hop off the Ricky Fowler train. It was devastating last week when he had when he led all three rounds for the first three yes. rounds, and then he just could not close. And it's understandable. He hasn't been in this position in a really long time, but what he's doing with this game right now is just – it's pretty remarkable to see. Scotty Shuffler's going to get all the attention, rightfully so, but – Fowler has had a complete 180 in his game from 2022 season to now. He missed half of the cuts that he played last year, and now every week he's in contention to win a title. So, I mean, it's a really big deal what he's doing, and I'm not hopping off that train. You're getting plus money for a top 20 and 40 to 1 for an outright. That was instantly one of the bets that I made. Do you think that the reason that that price is what it is is like that feeling uh, by Vegas of like a lose in the last round hangover? five over on Sunday? Not necessarily. I believe it has to do with his Travelers Championship course history. He has three missed cuts here, and he's only been here five times. Back-to-back years, he's missed the cut. But as mentioned, he's not the same player that he was last year. He's not the same player that he was two years ago. He switched his grip. He switched his clubs. He switched caddy. Like, he's done a lot of change to his swing overall that he's no longer the same player that he was last year that he is now. And you're seeing the results come to fruition. He has all these top 20 finishes. He has all of these top 10 finishes, three straight top 10s. So I think it's being mismarketed because of his course history. Mm. And we always like to say horses for courses, but I think he's just a much better player now. You kind of have to ride that wave by default. Do you think Rory's going to win another major here soon? Like, would you bet him to win the U.S. Open Championship or, you know, I mean, like looking way ahead, the Masters or anything like that? Do you think he's due here soon? Like you, I bet him to win the U.S. Open. And it was one of those where he's not going to close, but he's – you have to take it. I mean, now as a better, yes, he's go- as a fan, I want him to win, absolutely. As a better, stop taking him in the outright market unless you're getting anything at above like 14 or better because he, what you can do instead, just take him top 10 every week. There's no player, there's two players that I trust right now to finish in the top 10 market consistently. It doesn't matter what course it is, and it's Rory McIlroy and Scotty Shuffler. Those are the yeah. only two players on tour right now that I can trust. It doesn't matter the course. It doesn't matter if it's long. It doesn't matter if it's, like, whatever conditions. They, those, Both of them have proven that they can play 
any course, any given Sunday. But Rory McIlroy, he has a fourth-round problem. And he until he kind of cleans that up a bit, yeah, I'm not backing him in the outright market. But top 10, top 5, absolutely. Yeah, I was looking at it. He's minus 110. Scotty Scheffler's minus 165. Anybody else you like this weekend, top 10s, or just maybe to play in a matchup? Um, I really like Russell Henley this week. He has been secretly under the radar doing really great things this season in the in I mean in golf, but he is one of the best ball strikers right now. He has gained strokes with his irons in nearly every tournament that he's played in 2023, making him one of the best top 10 ball striker in the field. But what's been beneficial for him is that he's been one of the better putters on tour as well. After that was he was kind of part of like team no putt there for a little while, cleaned up his game, and now he's kind of consistently gaining strokes around the green, gaining strokes with his putting and this course is really short it's only about 6800 yards so even though he kind of falters off the tee this is a less than driver course accuracy doesn't really come into play distance doesn't really come into play it's just put the ball in play trust the iron player who can putt and make birdies that's definitely russell henley here he has all the top 20 finishes this season i like him again for a top 20 i'm not sure if i like him for an outright he's never really been like a top five finisher but you're getting plus money for him for a top 20 i'm rolling with that absolutely what do you think about uh pam tommy fleetwood uh for a top 20 he's top 20 in five of his last six has four top fives in his last nine starts including fifth at the U.S. Open, third in the Valspar, seventh in strokes gained, fifth in one putts on tour yeah. this year. Great indicators of success of how and of how well you do at the Travelers. What are your thoughts on him? Great off the tee, great iron play, greater on the green, can putt. What's there to not like about Tommy Fleetwood? And it shows in his results. He has three top five finishes in his last six tournaments. Granted, he missed the cut at the Charles Schwab, but that was his first time that he lost strokes with his irons as badly as he did, three and a half strokes, only the second time this year in 2023. We all have an off day, and he has since rebounded. He gained eight strokes last week at the U.S. Open with his iron play. So I think he's back. To, he's fine in full form. His putting is always going to be the, going to be there. Around the green is solid. He's great with his irons, great with a short game. Absolutely. If you're getting plus money for him for a top 20, snag that. I would even consider him for like a top 10, but I'm conservative and it just like, it pains me when a player finishes T11 and you take him as a top 10. So I stop at top 20. How important is course history for you this week? Because like I was looking at, because of the price, Hideki Matsuyama, who was 66, now 65 to one, and he's 20th in the field in strokes gained. But this is going to be his first trip to TPC River Highlands. So how important this week is course history for you, if at all? I always use, no matter the course, no matter how much course history we have, I always use it as like a cherry on the top. So it benefit, it's beneficial, yes, that you have been there. I don't necessarily need you to have the results to correlate. Somebody like Ricky Fowler, back-to-back miscuts. But I love him this week because of how solid his game is overall yeah. this year, not just recently. So if you're looking at Hideki, even though he hasn't played here at this course, and there's actually quite a few players who haven't been at this course, but if you look at what he has been doing lately, he's also secretly one of the better ball strikers. He's always been one of the best ball strikers on tour. It's always just his putting. And, I mean, he lost six strokes at the U.S. Open. That's just that's awful. Um, I would probably look for him in like a head-to-head market or maybe like a top 20, top 30 if you can find good value. But Hideki, because he just hemorrhages with a flat stick, I don't ever really trust him to take him anything better than a T10. 
What are you going to do with Wyndham Clark? Would he be somebody that you would maybe look to fade, somebody that you're just staying away from here uh, post-U.S. Open? Um, you kind of have to, right? Because the, a lot of these players, you, not only did he win a tournament, he won a major. <laughs> so yeah. you have all of the media coverage going on. And if you look at his history in majors prior, it was cut, 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 win. I mean, it's just kind of like a really big deal. All of it happened. He was with Rory McIlroy, like up against Ricky Fowler. I mean, it was just like a lot of attention to happen at once. And it was his first Yes, he's been doing well this season, so you kind of saw it coming because he did also win the Wells Fargo Championship. But to win a third tournament in your in the last five, that is just super hard to do. I mean, granted, he absolutely can. This course doesn't really favor any particular skill set. But, I mean... He, He's not somebody that I would like necessarily fade in the head-to-head -head market. It's just not something that I want to touch. Yeah. Xander Shoffley has the lowest scoring average at TPC River Highland since 2018 with a 66.9. Also is fourth on a per-round basis in their last 20 rounds in terms of strokes gained from tee to green. Uh, would you do anything with him? I think for the top 20 market, he's minus 135. Outright is plus 1,400. Thoughts on him? Always for a top 20. I don't like his top 20 value, but he's been one. What do you like about Xander Shoffley is he's consistent with his game, but there's nothing part of his game that like pops off and says, I want to back him. He's solid in this. He's just a solid overround player, but he's not like spectacular at any one skill set. Now, the problem with me is at the U.S. Open, he kind of progressively got worse as the tournament went on, and he kind of was struggling with his irons. He didn't find his footing. He was over par in the last two days, so he started strong, and then he just faded as the weekend went on. That is not a player that I want to back for the following week because more often than not, that tends to be like a mental thing. So I don't know. Um, golf is just as much mental as it is physical. So if you're struggling there towards the end on Saturday and Sunday, how am I going to trust you for a top 20 finish, much less a top 10? Uh, two guys I wanted to ask you about really quickly before we get out of here. What about John Rahm and uh, Colin, who's really struggled this year? He's Goodness 22 gracious. to 1. Rahm's 10 to 1. Two years in a row now, Colin. Yeah, he's killing me right now. What do you, how do you feel about those guys this weekend? Worth a play or stay away? Oh, what a segment idea. John Worth Rahm. a play or stay away? Yeah, Sorry. I'm always thinking. It's the producer. Worth a play or stay away? No, that's fantastic. Worth a play or stay away? John Rahm, for me, is a stay away. Um, I mentioned that there's two players on tour that I absolutely trust. I'm all in on for top 20s, top 10s. That's Scotty Shuffler and Rory McIlroy. You just kind of rely on them that they're going to get it done. And you should have the same sentiment when it comes to John Rahm. He's definitely one of the top five ball strikers on tour, but he can't figure out his short game. This is something that we saw at the beginning of the year where he was either missing strokes around the green or he's missing strokes putting. At the Memorial, he lost almost six strokes with the flat stick, and that's just – it's so inconsistent. It's kind of um, – like a Justin Thomas, there's a lot of volatility involved. And even though he is one of the better ball strikers, at this course, because it's so short, I need to trust that you're going to do well with your wedges. And I kind of don't trust that right now from Rom. Um, so yeah. for him, it's kind of more of a stay away, absolutely. And then you asked about Colin Morikawa. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> He's part of that team no putt. <laughs> yeah. When you're losing three, four, five, six strokes – every tournament he's in the same boat for me as Victor Hovland those are players that I never want to back but they're also players that I never necessarily want to fade because all it takes is one tournament and everything's just clicking um but yeah he gained eight strokes ball striking at the U.S. Open 
And he, for a T14 finish, his problem was just around the green, but he barely lost. So it seems like he's back to full health because he did WD from the Memorial. And if he is, his ball striking is absolutely threatening. I would look for him in the head-to-head market. I'm with you this weekend on Ricky. I felt terrible. Yeah, I like him too. I, I, I mean, I bet him for three years straight to win a major, and then I was just done with him, and I felt <laughs> terrible on Sunday rooting against him. But I'm with you this weekend. Pam, thanks so much. Enjoy the golf this weekend. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Fun, Pam, fun tournament ball. too. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, but I was—I didn't want to donate too much money. We'll yeah, see, me neither. We'll see how this draft goes. Pam Maldonado always does really good work, betting analyst over at Yahoo Sportsbook.